0: Second in, in a back-to-back live episode um, situation, we have going on here, fellas. We're all in the same room. This is a uh, we're all here in lovely North Carolina. I've got Spencer. Hey, everybody. BJ, how's it going? And new to the Mangum Talks podcast for the very first time. We talked about him for about fifteen minutes yesterday. Toward the end of the pod, this is our friend How the Hammer Woo. How? How are you? What's
1: up, everybody? That
0: is the the lovely baritone of How the Hammer Woo. How <laughs> I was thinking about your nickname, the, yeah. the Hammer. Who gave that to you? You did. Nice. <laughs> I, I
1: actually
2: don't know where the name came from. Was, I don't know neither. Yeah, maybe it was me. I, I no, I no. no. I know it was you. Where did you come up with it? Couldn't tell you. The sake of
0: alliteration. I, I honestly didn't know I'd come up with it. Like
3: yeah, that was, you, that you, was no, an honest fair, question man. to him. And no, you did. I, I'm pretty sure it might have been around one of our New Years, and and you were, um, as the rest of us were, relatively into our cups towards the evening and and how as you were wont to do just sort of randomly show up at some point and i just remember and this might have been after you actually had the nickname but maybe not be going how woo the hammer is back and just like where <laughs> well, the fuck well, did that come from that, like, that okay. sticks now it,
2: yeah it did stick
0: all right i'm down with that <laughs> That's all right, it. Hal. Thank you for joining. Uh, so, what we do on this podcast is we sit around, um, if we're in the same area. Otherwise, we have Skype calls and we drink whiskey. And we like to drink the same whiskey, typically from the same bottle. So, let's say Spencer is in Florida and Beach is in California. It's my week. I would get the bottle. I would pour a little bit. I'd mail it to him, and we'd all drink from the same bottle. Mm. Yeah, right. It's uh, it kind of forces us to sit down and talk to each other, but it also allows us to try. Some whiskey and day drinks. So let's do that right now. The first whiskey I provided this one is Bowman Brothers. This is from um, the um, what is the A Smith Bowman Distillery, uh, and this is a small batch whiskey. I think it's single barrel and forty five percent alcohol. By volume. It's no French whiskey.
3: I yeah. Listen to the <laughs> uh, episode we recorded yesterday that was that was
0: overproofed. It's a little bit more. Uh, a
3: little bit easier on the liver, the stomach, yeah, yeah.
0: and. Uh, Maybe Spencer will be happy with it. Uh,
3: I think we agreed that
2: French whiskey the other day was probably more similar to cognac than it was to whiskey by the time it was done.
0: <laughs> and t- yeah, and leave it to the French to be like, we will make a whiskey. It will taste like cognac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, Bowman Brothers, small batch, copper distilled, uh, right around 50 bucks, 90 proof. Let's give it a try. Yeah, Gentleman.
3: let's do it. Always a pleasure. Cheers. That is... Ooh, smooth. Very nice. Extremely smooth. That is very classic bourbon. So yeah, it has... Nice. It, it tastes like a sour mash. Um... Has sort of that quality that that's I don't know not quite harsh but but that almost sour front flavor and then it gets really smooth and sweet vanilla caramel mm-hmm. some cinnamon mm-hmm. finishes nicely it mm-hmm. has that warm warm feeling as it goes down to your stomach oh, the campfire feel if you will <laughs> exactly if you will
0: Spencer what did you think
2: I quite enjoyed this B J you often grill me on what particular type of uh, drink I enjoy oh. on this but. This would rank pretty damn high. This mm-hmm. was very smooth, very much to enjoy. Those hints of flavors you suggested were dead on. That was a very nice mix to have.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting that you say that, Spencer, because yesterday I asked you, you know, we had uh, the topic of what is Spencer's favorite alcohol, mm-hmm. and we limited it to spirits, and you went straight to Bland's. Mm-hmm. Well, this company actually buys uh, mash from Buffalo Traits that actually makes really? Bland's. Yeah, so it's a mm. its a related whiskey. It's, uh, okay. There's a derivative. There, right? I can detect yeah.
2: this in my enjoyment.
0: Good. I'm glad you like it. We've got plenty for you to drink. Uh, it's only four thirty. Uh, you need to make it to two to three. So why not start heavy drinking? <laughs> <it>? <laughs> I agree, but first I want
1: to hear what Hal's view of this whiskey was. No, this is actually the smoothest whiskey I've ever had. Mm. Um, I'm not a heavy drinker by any stretch of the imagination, That's but I would drink a lot of this, and that would result in a lot of problems. <laughs> not among us, Hal. <laughs> no, you are among friends yeah, here. Among
0: uh, friends. Uh, we partook yesterday. Uh, had a. We recorded the same podcast yesterday, Hal. It went three hours. We just kept going. Yeah. It, went three, it went three hours, and then you went two hours more with Mangum Hoops. I did. It was great, though. You uh, At one point, you passed me your iPhone where you had written a note, like, mm-hmm. like how long has this gone on? Like, where are we? Yeah. And I, I just wrote back, like, two hours and 40 minutes, but I'm scared to end it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, yeah. I, so, so I was talking to Levi later uh, yesterday evening, and he was just like, you know, we started the the hoops podcast, and and I was really into it. And then about halfway, and I was just like, "Oh God, what have I gotten myself into?" I am really drunk. Yep,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. yes, he was. Yes, were we all? Uh, it was a, it was a good day. We shall get there today. Okay, let's um let's move into an agenda. Yeah, okay. Got a few things we can talk about while we sip on our Bowman. Mm-hmm. Um. How yes. you are a member of the Mangum crew, probably oh, since uh, you're an OG, you're an original mm. yeah. uh, Mangumite, and yeah. one thing we do on this podcast, we tell stories about uh, college, when we were all living <laughs> together and <laughs> each other. So I was wondering if you have, off top of your head, shooting from your hip, a favorite Mangum story.
1: Because
0: um, I, I told one about you yesterday, which, I'm going to let you answer, then I'll tell you the story. Yeah, I told yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> your I,
1: I, I personally don't have a specific one. But um, I, I felt like I missed out on all the funniest stories. But um, I'm, of course, friends with Levi, and he was kind of the conduit of how I became part of the Mangum crew. And Levi told me plenty of things about what he did. And the one thing that struck me was when, uh, when one night Chris pissed himself and did all kinds of stuff.
0: was <laughs> like a Tuesday, man. That was <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> it's no, almost horse- witch time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so... And Levi basically talked about how he helped uh, make sure Chris is in bed, doing everything, and not getting into trouble. Um, that felt like didn't he th- move his laptop or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that was that was, a, that was a clutch move though. That was a clutch
2: move. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that story was I, I lived across the uh, across the hallway from Levi, and so our respective doors were closed. Uh, well, my my door, I think my door was always open, but Levi's was closed. Levi literally just, like, kicked the door out. Just full force slamming out and walked in. His hands just going, like, up and down. Next door, swords, going, guys, what the fuck? Guys, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> goes,
2: Levi, what's wrong? He gestures, the fuck? And look so over your shoulder is... Chris is just splayed out on his desk His various things are dripping off his desk that shouldn't be dripping.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, like, I like. I just picture like Chris starts to pee right, and the stream starts <laughs> and then Levi's like, oh, in like, <laughs> the laptop, you know? <laughs> Gets it, like barrel, barrel rolls into the closet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Apparently
2: Levi confronted Chris while he was in the act of midstream and just, Chris, Chris you're not in the bathroom, you're in your room. Fuck you, I am. <laughs> just kept going.
0: Okay. Oh, it's good logic, though. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, that but was a good story.
3: I was going to say, speaking of that room, so Levi, I believe, was in the same room for two years at least. Yeah. So Chris would have taken my place. So uh, yeah. initially I was mm-hmm. Levi's roommate. And I remember my introduction to you, How, was um, Levi, I think, had was out and, like, I had, you know, we would usually leave our doors open, uh, just sort of wide open. And if, you know, we were around, so, so we could communicate with each other and whatever else. And I remember you and Chuka walk in to the room and ask, oh, hey, is Levi around? I was like, no, I I assume he's at the library working or something. Cause Levi had basically a full-time job at the library. And so most days was gone essentially between nine and five. Yep. Um, which... You know, if you have to share a room with somebody, it's nice to know exactly when they're be- going to be gone for mm-hmm. various reasons. Oh, um, sure. And oh, that's studying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, studying. <laughs> and, uh, I also remember you being like, oh, "Okay, um, we'll wait for him." And then you and Chuka got into his bed, fully clothed, under the cu- under the blanket, and just went to sleep.
1: Yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was say like, I-, I will it say that's. I uh, I have been told by multiple people that I have no personal boundaries and this was attested both in college and afterwards as well. Uh yeah. It just I, blew
3: my mind oh, that man. these two random people that I'd never met would just get to leave I like I, I didn't even know what to say to it. Like do you say like get out of his bed? Like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they knew him and I just can't imagine somebody doing that that wasn't maybe intimate with him and up. It's yeah, that's, that's weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, weird. I mean, you don't, you don't have to explain yourself. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but 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 I also feel like I should have said something, but it's also, I feel like, a weird boundary for me. So... Good. So, yeah, I, I, it was just, yeah. like, a whole very weird uh, experience for me. And and it definitely wasn't the first time. Like, no. it, it just became a regular thing for you and Orchuka to be in Levi's bed just, like, hanging about and whatever. And then I just... And Chuko often wouldn't leave Levi's bed like when he wanted to nap or something like that and 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 it would just have to be like Chuka, you have to get up. I want to take a nap. He's like, no, man, I'm comfortable. It's fine. You just just come in with me. <laughs> Levi's just like, no, no, that is not no, acceptable at not all. <laughs> were, come on in with me.
2: There were more than a few occasions that Levi had to forcibly remove Chuka from his room and just lock him out because there was no other way to get him out of the bed. And he
3: would cry
2: outside of the
3: door. And like sleep at-
0: on the floor outside, too. <laughs> that is really, really strange. <laughs> But there's something I want to talk about. Uh, we talked about it yesterday, Hal, on the uh, the podcast. I'll give you a quick rundown. We were telling stories. We had the Mount Rushmore of Mangum characters. New York Mike, Doug, mm-hmm. Shuka, you. I'm talking about the real heavy hitters here. And I told my favorite Hal story, which... And Hal, I'm going to give you a little bit of credit here. You're one of the people in my life who is different every time I get together with you. So you're constantly evolving, you're constantly changing, constantly working on yourself. Kudos to you for that. I'm not being serious there. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Well, I say all that to say that this story, what you did in this story, thinking that the person I'm looking at now did it, is sort of like the weirdest thing in the world, because it's just not anything you would do. So I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember the time you were a freshman, you know, living in Hinton James with Levi, and mm-hmm. you decided to walk to Durham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. can yeah. You can you give us uh, a little take on that situation, why that happened, what you were thinking?
1: Well, so it was it um, it was, it was an interesting, and I don't know if I ever shared with you kind of the background with uh, all of you about... I mean, so I was a Chinese immigrant, of course, mm-hmm. and I came when I was 12 years old. And when I joined uh, UNC Chapel Hill, I uh, I got in and I was um, I was an affiliate. I was a family member of somebody who has a visa. So I was a J2 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, at the age of 21, you're supposed to get your own citizens. Uh, you're supposed to get your own visa. You're supposed to work on all of those things. So I went to the international student's office multiple times and they made sure that I know that, oh, if you get if you don't get this documentation together, that's it, you're gonna get sent home, you're gonna get sent over to China. And uh, so when I was uh, walking over to Durham, it, I, I still remember it very clearly, it was right after my mom called me telling me that there was a mistake that our lawyer had and um, I need to fax some documentations over to my mom immediately, like all my college the fact, basically, college documentation that prove that, uh, yes, I'm an active student at UNC Chapel Hill. I'm a full-time student. Mm-hmm. I have all these courses that I've signed up, and I already pay for them. Who is this being faxed to? Uh, faxed to my lawyer so that they can submit it because... Um, Without the additional material, if my visa was rejected, literally the very next month, I would have to fly back to China. Oh, we, ne- country. we never would have let you go. Yeah. We're At that point, sense. it's not up it, to you guys. No, no. It would have been, it would have been an Elian Gonzalez moment. We're just hiding you in the closet. The <laughs>
3: So, okay, so, so you have to fax all this documentation. Yep. Okay.
1: <laughs> so I I did I asked everybody um, in Hinton James. I mean we're all just poor freshman students. Nobody has fax machines in their room, and uh, and it was on a weekend. So I realized that oh tomorrow the library is going to be closed and everything is going to be done, and I want to do it as soon as possible. So I uh, I took a bus ride to Durham, not realizing that that was the last bus of the day. Ah. And. uh Where were you going in Durham? Well, I I don't even know why I decided to go to Durham. I think basically, (laughs) I think I basically asked somebody that, hey, where could I go fax something? And they said, oh, there's a FedEx, and here's the address. And I saw the address as Durham, and I assumed that, oh, that's that's where I'm going. So so
0: you felt like you. There was not a fax machine in all of the universe. I, so you're not.
1: I, 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 to my knowledge, that was not the case. But there it is because... a fax
0: machine in Durham.
1: But yeah. cl- the, <laughs> the closest fax machine, as far as I know at that point, is in Durham, the... and I must make a way, make my way to that fax machine to make all those documentation. Did you understand how far Durham was from Chapel Hill? Well, I somebody was telling me like mile, like seven miles or something along the lines. Uh, I think there was a very famous. Person that talked about the battle of the seven miles, or with like the football, the not the football between Duke's and UNC's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Tobacco Road, yeah, the, the Tobacco Road rivalry. um And I assume seven miles was no big deal. Um, mm-hmm. And uh,
0: you got home, good. you got back really late, and I was there.
1: I, yeah, I got back at two, three o'clock in the morning. It was, pa- it sounds was safe. No, it was, it was, it was not <laughs> safe. You <laughs> <Well, laughs> did,
3: did you find your fax machine? <laughs>
1: I did not. <laughs> <laughs> as, as you can imagine, I uh, I I got the last bus over there, I, I don't know what possessed me to think that twelve o'clock at night, eleven or twelve o'clock at night, the, the that Fed- that FedEx would be open by that time. There
2: are twenty four hour FedEx kinkos, not that one apparently. <laughs> yeah, there was one on Franklin Street though. Probably. Yeah, there was. <laughs> <laughs> something from campus though there was like a campus union you could have done this in yeah yeah there's a
0: there's a lot of flaws in this well how we had that story wrong um spencer told it and he was he no was being, spencer did not tell it spencer told he was being very offensive he said you were going to the asian market which i told him probably wasn't true he, he our listeners will validate me here this is not the case <laughs> that's a good story though but yeah that's my that's the the house story that kind of jumps off the page it's nothing that you i you, it's, it's something that you would never do now, but it's no, funny to look at. No, no, at no. Just like,
2: how long did it take you to walk back? Best of your knowledge, and you so, were walking the interstate.
1: You know? I, I was walking on the interstate, <laughs> but I'm, I was very glad that it was uh, it was a straight shoot. And the reason why I know it was a straight shoot was because the bus itself took that road all the way from UNC to Duke. You were retracing its trips. I was just retracing the uh, the, the 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 road, and it took me yeah. It did took me
3: three and
1: hours. Did you ride hitchhike? Uh, that, I think that would have been more dangerous for me. I had the good sense of not hitchhiking myself because, uh, two o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, I I don't want to get into a stranger's car at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah.
0: But I feel like, you know, you could have 10 hitchhikers, nine would, would hitchhike at two o'clock in the morning. Get in trouble. And then like the one that would find like a grandma or little old lady would be you. Like I could just see you coming back and being like, this is my new friend Janice. <laughs> uh,
2: well, if we're talking about hitchhiking, there's another story that really comes to mind. Uh, do you guys remember the story of George hitchhiking? Going, to, I think he was going to Durham, too. <laughs> no, he was going to Greensboro for some reason. <laughs> oh, God. Worse. Uh, you, you guys remember that story?
1: Nope, nope. No. no.
2: Okay. okay. Remember how George, every now and then, would just walk out the interstate and hitchhike? No. George would do this. <laughs> we had cars. We had the ability to move between destinations. But George, I guess in the desire not to interfere with our lives, would just walk out to the interstate and flag down a car to go between cities. I'm pretty it sure... Seems like a very George thing. You, <laughs> yeah, you can right picture you. this yeah, happening. I can definitely see that. <laughs> so George, I think, needed to go to Greensboro. I don't remember why. Uh, so you went out to the interstate and flagged down a car. And a big old old Cadillac pulls up. And he happily hops in with three other people in the car. They're really nice. They're really friendly. Ask him where he's going. Ask him where they can take. It. Oh, you go to Green Spirits. Bit out of our way, but we'll take you right there. No problem. They start driving down the interstate. Uh, one of them uh, lights up a cigarette. All the rest of them then light up cigarettes. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Hmm, that's not tobacco. It's not marijuana either. Oh. One of them turns back to them and says, Hey, you want to smoke some crack with us? <laughs> As they roll up all the windows, and I don't even know you could really do this, but hot box the car with crack.
0: I think you can do it with anything. Uh, anything that produces yeah. smoke. Yeah. Okay.
2: So George's like, uh, no, I, I'm really he fine. Passed on the crack? Yeah, we, yeah he passed on the crack. Interesting move.
3: But they were like really. Eat- <laughs> <laughs> That's where he draws the line. <laughs> Interesting move. But they
2: were like really generous. George always told us they were the most generous people we'd met. They're like, like, you sure, man? We got lots extra in the car. It's like, no,
0: i fine. Are you sure? we like, under your seat. We got some more there. It's like, no, I'm really okay. So the strangest thing about that story is not that um, George hitchhiked or that George hitchhiked and found his way into a car with crackheads. It's that apparently George found the only carefree crackheads <laughs> yeah. with their crack. I don't think most people who have crack are like, yeah, hey, we got plenty. No. Don't worry about it. This isn't like, you know, like candy or jelly beans or something. If I remember this correctly, they drove him to his
2: exact destination, which was substantially out of their way. They let him off, they wish him well, and they offer him whether they can give him a doggy bag of crack to go. Wow, <laughs> this is like the
0: this is like the best slash worst Uber ever. He's <laughs> the
2: yeah. only guy that was yeah. They were really generous guys.
0: <laughs> okay,
3: all right, that's um, uh, that's impressive. I, I, George always is. I feel like he's the most fringe of all of our group oh. where he just sort of does things that that you find out about and it's like okay yeah that that is something that george would do and and he just always seems on like that edge of of being in trouble mm-hmm. yeah like just yeah. just with life in general yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it always feels like it's higher stakes with him yeah <laughs> you know? the nicest guy though like oh, yeah. he, super friendly super nice Probably the most quietly gregarious, Oh, I would very say. much so. Great he, guy. He just seems to have conversations with the weirdest people they, a, in all kinds of situations. There would just be so many weird situations
2: that we'd find George in the middle of, though, when we were in Mangum. Like, uh, we you guys around the time that uh,
0: Salvia was tried when it was still legal? No, but I I, you know, I was doing that myself, just uh, with you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You then. What is Salvia? Uh, I don't know the actual... It's, I think it's a plant, maybe. Um, yes, it is a plant. Yeah, but I just remember the effect it has on you. So it, 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 it is a drug, obviously. It, mm. it has an effect on you. Uh, and what I experienced was um, like a minute to maybe a minute and a half of... Things getting really sort of like, um, you know, like the snow yeah. uh, when a TV like, is on the wrong channel or something. Yeah. I mean, kind of like that for about a minute, minute and a half, and then a little bit of a headache.
2: Yeah, I did not try Salvia. You, you, you're probably not surprised <laughs> on this point. <laughs> yes, nice. I know. I'm shocking the crowd right now. <laughs> However, I was the designated den mother for this experience, as this was the last period Salvia was legal. It was like they came, I think it was Doug, Chris, and George, and a few other people were like, it's only legal for like another month. We've got to try it. It becomes like a scheduled like one dark That in four,
0: that four loco, You're just like, it's a <laughs> yeah. against
3: time.
2: And <laughs> it was still being sold on Franklin Street for like that last month. So uh, they got a collection of salvia and decided to try it. They decided to try it in the hallway of the dorm. And as you may remember, you go quick. When salvia hits, you're down. Yeah. Uh, so I walked out not knowing that they'd started this. <laughs> <defined>. <laughs>
3: well, that's a great idea. The one responsible person. Oh, we're not going to tell him when or why or what. Just like they will be around. We'll we'll just up, do
2: it. Yeah, the, the, Spencer, Can you watch us earlier? Well, with what? Uh, it's fine. You'll find out when you, when, when you're there. Okay. Uh, I walked out to see them carrying George like Christ off the cross from the crucifixion down the hallway. <laughs> See, I'm,
0: I, and I, I do this a lot, but this is how my mind works. A lot of times I choose to believe something else happened. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to choose to believe that you walked out to that scene in The Wolf of Wall Street, you know, when the guy has taken all the quaaludes, and he's basically like... Just utterly we have, incapacitated. We have his perspective, which is like lights, and, and then it cuts to like somebody else that's completely silent, and you just see this idiot on the floor just going, <laughs> uh, uh, trying to crawl. That's what I'm going to see. I'm going to see Doug down there. Uh. Well,
2: for some reason, George took his hit at the water fountain in the middle of the public hallway. And oh, good, immediately good. just lost all motor function. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. They then carry him like Christ from the Cross of Fiction, down to his room. While once they drop him off, Doug and Chris, we take their hits. Now, you said it was described as like, you know, static, that kind of effect. Mm-hmm. They had, according to them, vivid hallucinations lasting about 10 minutes each. Yeah, that's not. This is the stories they told. I was not there with them in that regard. This is
0: the guy who smokes a joint and goes, I see pink fairies. And you're like, you don't. You really, really don't. You want a cookie.
2: But their their stories were fun to recount of where George, I think in part because they were carrying him down a hallway immediately after it happened, became convinced that he'd flown up into space and was being blown along by the cosmic wind between galaxies. Seems legit. Seems like a nice nice way to do a trip, really. Yeah. Doug became convinced that he was Alice in Wonderland in dress, and everyone else around him was various other characters from the story, including Chris being the Cheshire Cat. You sure they weren't just messing with you? They, I, I don't know! <laughs> I was just making sure they didn't choke on their own tongues. We
3: do make a good pastime of messing with you. Yes. Spencer, it could so. have been. It could have been <laughs> If so,
2: Chris gets creativity for messing with me. His story was great. He believed that he'd sunken into the couch, fused with it, and became Couchman, a superhero of exceptional
0: comfort yeah, they're, they're making fun of you. If it's possible, yeah. yes. <laughs> the more I hear this, this doesn't sound like a trip. This sounds like somebody wrote that. They repeat it to themselves.
3: I mean, I could also see that Chris sat on the couch and didn't feel like getting up and then made a story after it's that of, like, I was super It's very now. possible.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, as we like to do on this podcast, we do try whiskey. We do talk. Uh, we have a good time. But we also try food from time to time. So one of the running gags on the podcast is that BJ... Uh, and it just doesn't like pears. Uh, I gave him a pear. He tried it. didn't like it. Uh, and so BJ now, uh, I guess in an effort to prove to us how bad pears are, has brought uh, something for us to try.
3: BJ, what's Yeah, it? it's a dark chocolate from Vanini. Um, and it's a 62% cocoa with pear and cinnamon. Um, I did try it and th- did not particularly like it, um, but which makes perfect sense because I don't particularly like chocolate that much. Usually darker end, I'm more okay with. And I don't really like pear cinnamon. So all kinds of things that I don't like, but I figured it would be an amusing thing to, to share with everybody since you all seem very enamored of pears. And uh, Spencer was, was getting into this earlier and had a, a very lovely recitation of, of some of the <laughs> tasting notes yeah. and, and origins of, of it, this chocolate. It's just
2: a delightful description on this. The delicate aromatic intensity of the cocoa is enriched by the fruity notes of the pear, offering a great tasting experience. A soft yet pleasant flavor of cinnamon titillates and warms the mouth, leaving an aftertaste of homemade cake.
3: Yeah, it yeah. sounds good. Yeah, that, that is lovely. Very
2: it good. even incorporates the word in titillating. Yes, it does. There <laughs> we go. Uh, shall we? Sure. Uh, BJ, would you like half the bar to yourself?
3: Oh God, no. Oh, there's inside more. There. <laughs> It oh, tells you about the Amazon rainforest. This is going to excite you. It's planet-friendly. We're,
2: we're going to have it, and then we're, then we're going to read about the history.
3: Spencer works the foil packet apart.
2: We don't need to narrate every every aspect of the
3: events. Choosing a side. No, nope, find The, the not good. Let's try the... No, the no, bottom's no. not good either. Oh, oh, open the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he tears it. All right. All right. There you go, guys dig
0: in. Uh, the chocolate that you uh, sold so well okay. is. how much would you like I mean, just a bunch of crap in it you don't like
3: exactly
0: nope. I want so, a very small amount How? Oh, there you go there
2: you go oh I said a small amount. you did and I get that <laughs> it's kind of good for you yep, okay thank you here we go alright everybody salute salute No, you're eating some BJ yeah alright
3: alright All right. All right. I'm eating some mm. those titillating notes are just hitting me in the tongue mm mm-hmm. mhm I don't, this is
2: really bad. I don't taste anything other than chocolate. You don't? No, no. I'm tasting just dark chocolate.
0: How can you not taste any nothing else? Like this, is like a like a regular chocolate bar for you?
2: It's it's, it's a just not very good dark chocolate bar. <laughs> oh no, there's some fruit. Yeah,
1: yeah there's go. fruit, but I, yeah, I would say it. the fruit is good, but the chocolate itself is weird. It's it's got really sour, sour. So sour note. It said it, the sour note might be the the fruit in there. So do you like it, how? I do. Overall, it's good. Okay. But I prefer the fruit to the we, chocolate. We have one positive ruling. BJ, has this improved your love
3: of pear? It, it has done nothing for either my my love of pear nor chocolate. Cause <laughs> neither of those were particularly strong to begin with. You don't like mm-hmm. chocolate as well? I'm okay with chocolate. Uh. Darker, like, uh, high uh, cacao percentage chocolates I'm more okay with. When they're a little bit more bitter and... and spicier sometimes, but for the most part, chocolate just doesn't do it for me.
0: No, I'm good. I don't want any more. Um, okay. Yeah. I, uh, Sur- I Survey says? I didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> no. No, I didn't like it. Man. I think it's a weird flavor combination. It <laughs> didn't work for me. All right.
3: All right. It's good. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Um, and then we have one more thing. Um, I brought some um, Rambutan. So, it, it's a fruit that is uh, related to and somewhat similar to, to Lychee's that I think most of the people here have had, mm. um, and uh, to describe it, I would say um, it kind of looks like an odd testicle. Uh, okay. <laughs> it, 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 it looks like a
2: fake fruit from Star Trek.
3: Yeah, may, may, maybe a triple or something. Yeah. If like there is a triple element yeah, to this, yeah, let's we'll take some
2: pictures yeah, and put it on our Facebook page. Yeah, you feel it; it adds to the experience. <laughs> How do you get into this thing? Right? Uh, uh, so it, you aggressively, peel it, yeah. you peel it. Yeah, you peel it. Uh, is there oh, an, so... is there a zipper?
3: Yeah, yeah, you just unzip it. <laughs> okay, I'm
2: not okay. I'm,
3: My uh, nails yeah. have gotten in. Um, and then there, there there's a somewhat translucent flesh underneath. With oh, a knife. Um. And and sort of once you once comes, you get it, comes it open, off. You, you run your nail <laughs> underneath the skin. A great radio, game. it's <laughs> flying everywhere. And there you go. Uh, <laughs>
2: all
3: right, I don't know. put I that can't down.
0: It.
2: Bite it through the skin. Then, <laughs> Can we get a knife. Oh, we've got one out now. We've got one. We egg. got two out now. Oh, how's expert at this?
3: Well, all right, how eat like an egg? So, so it does have a pit. So, uh, just be careful. I, I i'm waiting you just, just put the whole thing in your mouth and and, and you know i don't think i work, work the flesh off no and and then spit out the nut that's that's on the inside there are many see.
2: descriptions you use there that don't sound appealing just I put it a in your mouth
0: bear to get into
3: yeah it is once you uh pierce it you, you can get in fairly quickly There you dope. go how what do you think
1: it is almost exactly like lychee, mm. except much bigger. Mm. Yeah,
2: it's, it's lychee. That's good. No, no it isn't. <laughs> that is exactly lychee fruit.
1: You don't like lychee?
2: <laughs> not at all. I think it's good. Yeah, it, for, the, for those of our listeners who have had lychee fruit before, <laughs> I would not be able to distinguish this from lychee fruit. Yeah. Especially if they cut it into pieces.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: All
0: right. All right. Well, that was this episode's uh, bad radio segment. <laughs> we,
2: we, we, we heard good. Offer a description, guys. What, what, what For those of you that liked it, what'd you like?
0: I kind don't of like it. It's sweet. It's got uh, kind of a mellow flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unoffensive. I was a little surprised as to why you didn't like it.
2: Oh, you don't want it? Nah. I think it's, for me, it's like the consistency
1: of it. It's just like it's just a still gooey bowl. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair
0: enough. Fair enough.
1: It's like one of those jello things. Yeah, but I don't really like Jello either. You don't like Jello? No, not really. That is blasphemous. Wait, I, I feel I mean, like... That's blasphemous. How, that of against. all of your life,
2: you've drawn the line on Jell-O love? Yeah. You
0: big Bill Cosby
1: guy? Huh? Huh? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that. Right, Jell-O hmm. is one of those things where everybody needs to love. <laughs>
3: We're going to feed you I, jello o until hot you Hot takes with Hal. I hate this
0: point.
2: you. are <laughs> not going to do reinforcement therapy with jello with me on this trip. It's not happening. For the love of jello, There we go. love of jello compels you? Yes, exactly.
0: All right, guys. I think that's a good place to take a break. We'll come back when we have more guests. Okay, we are back. Uh, we've got a different group now. we got myself, Levi yo yo bj how's it going and making his return to the mangum talk podcast channel is josh how are you josh i'm doing good boys how's it going good josh previously was on a few episodes of mangum reads now he's making his return to whiskey on the weekends we're about six o'clock on new year's eve we've brought josh in we have some questions for you josh uh oh wait there's questions for there's me questions i that... thought we
4: were just gonna like ramble about the old days
0: that is exactly what we're gonna do but there are oh, questions okay. around it to facilitate said rambling uh so we did the same thing with how we brought how in we told uh our favorite how story and we asked how for um his uh favorite mangum story so uh we'll do the same thing with you i'll open it up to bj and levi do you have any josh memory that uh or josh story you want to bring up we're, we're keeping a PG thirteen, right, boys? Yeah. Close I enough. don't work blue. I don't know if <laughs> Spencer yeah. he does that. Yeah,
3: Spencer goes blue really quiet. So before um. we
0: answer that question, let's let's talk about the whiskey we're drinking. Ooh, yes. So this is the, uh, and I, I can I'm not looking at BJ. I can feel his eyes rolling. Uh, this is the, the the little bit gimmicky uh, White Walker um, Scotch whiskey from Johnny Walker. Clearly they had been uh, they got the rights to. Uh, advertise. If you uh, want to look at the label, Ooh. you can go to uh, our Mangum Talks Facebook page. I've already posted a picture of that there. So we're trying it. Now, you're supposed to chill it, they say. Um, BJ and I both were a bit annoyed at that suggestion, because that's basically like, you know, the the whiskey provider saying, it would be best if you didn't taste this. Uh, so uh, we did not put it in the freezer, but okay. we're going to try it here. All right.
3: Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> That's uh, impressively inoffensive. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this: um, there's not, not much it. memorable about it. Nope. And it's very sweet.
3: Yeah. I mean, it, it. I think this is probably one of the a great way for uh, people to look at the Johnny Walker brand and be like, oh, maybe I'll buy some other things because you know that <laughs> that was really nice. You know, I've never really had whiskey before, but. But I kind of like this.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's me. That's me to a T right there. <laughs> yeah. Something. It's
3: like, oh yeah, this isn't bad. I didn't make a face
4: after I drink it. So. Dipping the toe you go. in the pool. <laughs> Levi, what'd you think? Unoffensive. Um, <laughs> Got it. That's that's the word. Um, I mean, it's it is sweet. It doesn't have much of a taste after after it hits the back of your throat. Um, there's a little bit of after effect of uh, sort of aftertaste of sweetness, but it's okay it's fine it's it, it's very pleasant to have when you're drinking you're, you're hanging out with people um you're talking you don't want to necessarily savor and be that weird person who's just smelling their, their whiskey <laughs> over in the corner damn bj um, throwing shade at you i know he is That's okay. um, i love him for it if you don't want to be that person uh then this is it, it is perfect for hanging out perfect for a new year's adventure like we're gonna partake mm-hmm. on or undertake
3: i think this is more appropriate for maybe a dornish whiskey not as opposed to to uh it's an gold yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's it's pleasant, you know, it, it's more reminiscent of, of uh, a pleasant, warm place to be rather than the cold, harsh north where, where I'd expect something a little bit uh, more kick to the gut rather than... Something that... Some So that fermented goat's milk that uh, oh. the
0: yeah. and Mance Rayder drink?
3: Yeah, something like that. <laughs> or the
4: uh, 78% alcohol um, w- French whiskey we had yesterday. Oh, yeah, Josh, you <laughs> so, did. 78%? Or yeah. 60,
0: 60, 60, 68 So, so yes. you're not going to listen. Still. It's a three-hour pod. You're not going to listen to it. So <laughs> let, me, let, me give you the, let me give you the cliff notes. We tried two whiskeys, one of which was made with Aksak Yellow Corn um, instead of like barley or wheat. It's like a Mexican whiskey. Mm-hmm. That was really good. We all agreed we liked it. BJ nice. also just throwing a grenade into the segment gave us a french whiskey that was like what 130 140 proof something like that yeah something like that it was aged in, so in cognac it, barrels and it tasted like, like it it's a nine to bacardi 151's 10 like it was like that close Oh, but it still had flavor here. so did but y- still,
4: you were still able to taste it yeah it wasn't like yeah. a, a pure sort of like uh reaction but it was strong, and um, and if you
0: want evidence of that,
3: skip to the two-hour mark <laughs> and then listen
0: to the last hour.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Some of us were having a little bit more of a rough time after drinking a little bit more than they should have. We I'll me. speed listen. Yeah. Awesome. Okay.
0: All right. Do we have uh, B J or Levi a favorite Josh story?
3: You, like, you lived
4: Josh? with Josh for quite did, a long I time. I did. I did like with you Josh. Have stories.
3: Uh, and we we have stories. Um, I, I think one of the things that most typifies Josh in my mind are uh, one quick thing, which is there would always be like a case of Lipton white iced tea, the diet yeah, citrus the di- tea, yeah. diet green tea. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and it was just an, oh, like an always thing. Like you, you had it in the dorms, I think. And then whenever I visited you, and it, like when you lived with Levi, it, there was just a case there and it was always there. It, and and it was it, a
4: post college thing, but yes. And yeah. it was always not in the refrigerator. You had it beside of your computer desk in your room. Um, you didn't have it chilled. No, nope, you just pounded you, the warm. Well, you, I, wanted, you wanted the raw taste of this green tea. You didn't want to necessarily have it be muted be, be, be by the coldness. <laughs> well, um, first of all,
0: good decision keeping it in your room. I would have drank it. So good, good, good on you. (laughs) You you. put that in the refrigerator. I was going to drink it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a solid move. I remember that. Also, remember um, a couple things from living with you. One is that um, the percent time that you're in the house, um, or the time that you're in the house, the percent of that that you are in pajama pants is the highest I've seen of any individual in the world. You also uh, would seem seemingly like every week uh, have a bagel with peanut butter. I remember that. That was a a Josh sandwich. Really.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm
0: not super surprised, but I'm
4: some kind of surprised that some of you remember though. The pajama pants, yes, I, I believe in comfort, dear listeners.
1: Um, we, we, when we, I get we, home, we, we
4: just started calling them Josh Randy's. pants. And and by the way, my, my girlfriend still to this day says so she pulled a Josh when she comes into comes <laughs> to the apartment and has like quickly moved into together. Yes, um, I 100% so, approve of that. So your legacy lives on. Um, Excellent. I mean. Honestly, my favorite memory of Josh uh, is, is sort of a way to, to brag about Terry's creativity um, in mm-hmm. that the, the concept of Stuff Josh Likes oh. was, was, in fact, a great joy of ours, which for the listeners who, who do not know. <laughs> so Josh is Listen a person, and we just do that over and over and over. We would sit together on a Friday afternoon and just talk about Stuff Josh Likes for two, three hours, um, past the point of any sort of sanity. Um, that, that was a great time. So, it wasn't actually about me. It was about it was this about, persona that you constructed you inside your head. Yeah. it was about sure. the distillation <laughs> of your personality, <laughs> the, 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 the,
0: the, the essence
3: of
4: Josh.
0: So yeah. So if you didn't listen to that episode, we talked about a couple episodes ago. We play a game called Stuff Josh Likes, and so what we do is we say, "Okay, um, let's create a caric- caricature of Josh. Let's apply very specific details to that caricature, and then throw them out there."
3: You want to do a rapid fire one? Sure. Let's do it. Josh let's do likes it. whiskey stones. Good, good one.
4: Uh, you should actually. Josh likes lasagna drinking whiskey. <laughs>
0: Lasagna—that's a, that's a perfect pasta for you. <clears throat> Wife story in there. Uh, Josh exclusively buys um, uh, wine where you can screw the top off. You don't have to use the cork. I'm a little offended. <laughs> I don't buy wine. I've just given it, just, it, it just and like, collected my true.
4: car. That was a bit of a which stretch. is unfair because like whenever we go over to his house, he's like, "Hey guys, I got these bottles of wine that I got at my wedding many years ago. I have two kids right now. I'm not going to drink them. Please take them from me." The <laughs> MSRP is
0: going up though. He's aging
4: yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. Ten dollar um, bottle of wine. Fifty years, it's
3: going to be worth thirty. Sure. Three x. Josh likes setting the height of his armrest for his right hand so he can better work the mouse.
4: Yep. Sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> hmm. Hey, listen, I'm not trying to get uh, arthritis in my 40s. Josh likes Kindles. Kendals? Kindles? Kindles. <laughs> Both? The, the, the ease and convenience of Kindles, which I love to myself and I know Josh uh... does, but it fits your personality. Josh, don't it. get hipster on this now. Okay. It doesn't really, really matter gonna... if you like these things. <laughs> Whenever I complain about them picking something, that's Terry's go-to response. Well, and I feel like he's also just using it to cover up when he picks something that's bad.
3: Well, also, I, I, I think point. my favorite thing is when you say, well, I don't actually do that. And it's like, well, Josh, that, that's not the point. <laughs> the point is not to find like what you actually do with your life. What is the comedian, um, the sort of
4: drinking comedian that tours with Jeff Foxworthy? Rod oh, White? Yeah, Rod White. Yeah, That's that's the comedian Josh would like oh. and, and think of himself as being a little bit risky. Josh is liking that one.
0: You smile him. I like him. Yep. Okay. All right. To round it out, Josh, Josh likes watching reruns of Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Ask has in five years, and maybe the personality uh, <laughs> will shifted a little bit more to that. Not quite yet. Um, okay,
0: that was uh, that was our segment of stuff Josh likes. Um, that segment <laughs> was presented by uh, Blue Apron. Yeah, and
4: I love that. That is like the second time apparently that you guys have done that I on just, the pod. Yeah, it just pod. makes yeah, me yeah. feels. It, it makes me, me feel if so you special to what we produced and supported us as friends. Listen, you, you guys put you know. out a lot of content. Okay, I tried to keep up in the
0: beginning. You've got um, young I'm, kids. I'm, You're I'm walking around right. a little bit. Yeah, we actually... um, (laughs) Yeah, we did that at a previous episode. That was a lot of fun. But uh, I did make the point there, and I I, I re-listened to it, and I thought... crack me up still, is uh, the idea of you're just listening to the pod because you're like feel an obligation, like, oh I want to see what my friends are doing and then you're 45 <laughs> minutes in and you're like what the <laughs> fuck, why are they just shitting on me? Why? Terry, why?
4: watch over you... family. <laughs> They're going blue. Oh. Oh, blue. Uh,
3: so the other thing that I was going to say just like typifies my memory of specifically you in Mangum was uh, as I think we've mentioned in, in a po- couple of past episodes we used to play Halo a lot. That was a thing mm. that just we did as a hall and we had a large group and most of what we would do is one team versus another in, in a large manner. We usually would play capture the flag on Blood Gulch. We had one map and, and you know a group and, and sort of things that people ended up fitting well to and specific jobs. And so what happened was we would try to create teams that were relatively even. And so we sort of had to figure out like who was the best, and how could we pair up teams so it just wouldn't be a blowout? Because that's just never fun. Yep. Sure. And so, um, you know, we discussed this quite a number of times. And, and Spencer and I talked about it a little bit. And Josh came up with, you know, the bright idea to, to write a program. hmm that would help us do our internal matchmaking yep. and a point oh, system right. to go along with it. And he then hosted it on his UNC account. <laughs> so even when he wasn't around, we could enter game information. Put mm-hmm. stats and, in. And exactly. Yep. Put all the stats nice. in and it would generate you know the, the appropriate teams for us to play with. And you reused that at uh, the company that we yeah. <laughs> <enjoy>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I did. Pro, yes, I did. Pro- ProHaloReference.com. Yeah. yeah.
4: There you go. But uh, yeah, so Terry, what is your Josh
0: memory? Yeah, I'm struggling with this. I don't really have one. At um, least no. nothing that jumps out, right? I mean. No, I mean because Josh is like the the reason stuff Josh likes is funny is because he's low drama, right? He's just like you know you're you're, you're just chill. So it was never like a. You know, oh my God, like we were at a strip club and Josh did X, Y, Z. It was always like, Josh was home. <laughs> he was playing video games and we came home drunk. He was not drunk. He would be nice to us. Like he, that's pretty much <laughs> Josh would happened.
4: Josh would pick us up and we'd be like, you're, you're literally the best person in the world. You're up at 2.30 a.m. I okay do me, remember making an unreasonable number of trips to and from a strip club in Raleigh when we lived in Chapel Hill multiple times in the same night.
0: Yeah, do you, yeah, that's the night you saved Levi's life. Oh,
4: yes. No, Levi Levi. Maybe that'll be the to, Josh like, story we tell about oh, Levi. Uh, We don't <laughs> want to tell that story. That's a good story. I had a different story picked out, but this one... Um, I, I, this I think, one's a good one, too. I think too. maybe we should discuss other things.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. You get veto power. We'll go to... The, what, what other one were you thinking of?
4: Uh, well, the other one I was thinking of... Um, we'll uh we'll not name names, um, just to uh, be safe, because this does involve the police... Uh, but the, one of the last nights before semester ended, um, uh, this one particular individual who is a Mangum fellow, he, um, finished his exams early and decided he was going to celebrate. He, he might've been taking like hard science classes because, you know, he, he was just very stressed and sort of releasing quite a bit after his hard <laughs> science exams, right? Uh, it like sure. A, why not?
0: That sounds like a, a sort of like a like a Far East tradition. It does sound like a Far East tradition, <laughs> and and
4: perhaps um, the person trained had a, had a end goal of becoming a doctor. I don't.
0: I, it could be. Anyway, it, it, yeah. it, who
4: knows? You Completely know, so, someone wound tight enough to you know go through the whole studying process to be a doctor at UNC. You know that that makes sense. That makes sense. But anyways, so while the rest of us had you know another round of exams, um, specifically the roommate of this person. Uh, we're trying to sleep and get ready. This individual went and got completely wasted and then came back and decided it would be a fantastic idea to launch a firecracker down the hall of the door. Bottle rocket. Whatever, same thing. No, oh, no. <laughs> they are not good, sir. Firecracker is self-contained. The bottle rocket is—you light it and you say, "I." Hey, we're, we're, going, we're going somewhere. I don't know where it's at. Well, <laughs> I feel like it had like the little streamer thing behind it. It may not have been like a formal bottle rocket, but it it, it propelled itself. It wasn't. It, it, it was something that he didn't control necessarily the trajectory. He put it on a course, and it said, "Cool, yeah. I'll, I'll see about that." No, it, um, it was definitely like stuck in a beer bottle and then launched down the hall. It was definitely irresponsible. So, anyways, um. This thing launches off, and I kind of wake up being like, "What's the time?" Oh, this was this was late. It was it was after last call, so probably somewhere in the three a.m. This range. So this individual,
0: let me get this right, uh, (laughs) got out of exams early, got really drunk, either had fireworks or procured fireworks. Yep. uh, But then at three, decided to launch them uh, inside. Down the hall. At three, during exam period, when people are
4: are, are just getting a couple of hours of sleep before they they, they prove themselves so they can have a career
3: and a livelihood. Yes, this person did that. BJ, were you there when this happened? I was not. And the funniest thing for me is... Spencer is pretty sure I either instigated it or participated in it. Just it, it is something that I would instigate or I could see you saying that's a good idea. Yeah oh, I, 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 no. I have definitely handed this person while both of us are particularly drunk more fireworks than he should ever be around. Yes, and then walked away so um, Actually, Spencer likes to harp on the fact that one of his nerf guns has some burn marks on it um, because mm-hmm. some unnamed people might have fought, fired bottle rockets out of it. I, put, I think that was uh, a previous New Year's. It was a previous New Year's. Mm-hmm. So I put a bottle rocket oh, yeah. in the in no, 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 the no, 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 no. end of, of this shotgun, fired it, and it was like, oh, this is super cool, and then handed it to this other unnamed person who was particularly drunk and said, go have fun, and then I walked <laughs> back inside. <laughs>
4: Okay, so he sets off these these projectiles inside a dormitory, At 3 a.m. Uh, 3 a.m. a hallway 3 a.m. of the dorm, and so I wake up I, after hearing a loud bang and it's like, wait, what the what the fuck is that? We've already
0: gone blue, so. But uh, you, you think it was like another nine eleven? <laughs> uh, not quite that bad, but uh, <laughs> I, was scared, I'm, I made a joke, but I was scared the hell out of me.
4: Uh, I I think I must have been still awake, but anyways, then the fire alarm went off, and so we all had to clear <laughs> out. So And so the entire dorm was standing out on the grass in front of the building. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I remember is this poor girl was standing by herself... Wrapped up in a bedsheet, um, and no what one is, would claim her. What is not said here is, <laughs> <laughs> no one uh, would. claim I was trying, trying to save you from yourself, Josh. Um, but what was not said here is that we lived in an all-male dormitory. Um, so the fact that there was a female there is is not normal behavior. Yep, uh, and she's or, just
0: wrapped in a bedsheet. Wrapped in a oh, bedsheet, poor thing.
4: And in terms of claiming, it's a little bit crude. But there was no one who was going to like be Standing around her. Next to her um, like she was. There was a circle. She was clearly there by herself. Where was Doug? <laughs> Do we know? Does he have an alibi? I don't remember where Doug was. I don't remember seeing him. But anyway, so we were standing out there. We're waiting for the uh, fire trucks to come in. They walk through, uh, turn off the alarms, and I'm just sitting there, like, because I have an exam. I think I had a, a, eight ex, an eight a.m. exam the next morning. Just like this guy, if anyone walks up and asks me if I know what happened You're or gonna who do did it, I'll, I'm, I'm going to tell him. Well, I'm not going to walk. I'm not going to walk up and tell them. But if they like come through the crowd saying, "Hey, do you know what happened? Do you know what happened? Do you know what happened?" I'm gonna be like, "Oh yeah,
0: no, I know exactly what
4: happened. And so, so it's right
0: over there." So Levi, as somebody who uh, you know has credentials and not snitching, <laughs> how do you feel about that stance there? From Josh? It, it was
4: a challenging time for our our friendship there. Um, <laughs> I was, I mean, I, I I respect the fact he wasn't gonna like rat someone out like knowingly, no, no, um, not not, walk not up. intentionally. Uh, but I thought that maybe you should keep your mouth shut and just say, I, "You know what." Catch Capital's finest, maybe you could say. I was very angry, around. though. <laughs> I was very annoyed. I think it was one of the harder ones. It might have been one of the classes that I was taking for the third
3: time, potentially. So, uh, <laughs> might have been an important, important example. Might have been an yeah. important example. By
4: the way, you're kind of there, Terry, about uh, this being mm-hmm. like like nine eleven. You would have scared. Um, so, <laughs> yes. um, maybe it's my personality. Maybe it's the fact this tells you what kind of dormitory it is. I woke up pissed off. I really annoyed. Of like, I know someone did this. Yeah, and Josh I know it's seems okay. I've had the same. Yeah. reaction. and like, also you, why, why? You know it was one of us. Is yeah, the of other course. Of yes. course. Um, I mean, since dorm, it, it didn't have that many uh, rooms on the first floor. There, yep. there was a large common area, um, a sort of area to prepare food. Uh, Maybe like eight rooms total. I don't know the number, but it, it wasn't many. So the, yep. the the numbers were low. There was a non group of our friends, um, and I woke up just annoyed, being like, I know it was one of these guys. And it's really not pleasant to wake up at three a.m. to to a fire alarm for no good reason um, during <laughs> well, exams. He may
0: have had a good reason.
4: I mean, well, he was celebrating, and but that was, <laughs> anyways, anyway, he went off celebrate, and celebrated off by himself. <laughs> came back by himself and decided to launch. Bottle rockets Qu- or whatever all by did himself Did he, he talk to sure.
0: Anyone before he did this? Or was this no? Literally I think almost just bit was a little gone. In a mind, saying... of a little bit of a little bit of I'm like 90
3: positive that was the case
0: because I feel like it's more defensible if you're with someone else. Oh, absolutely. Because I don't think he was. It
3: and you get to a bad place. But he's just there by himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's why Spencer insists that I was there and I was instigating this. Because that's the only way it really makes sense in his head. Because I probably caused... This
4: individual... He doesn't necessarily need somebody else there, though. That, that is true,
3: but but like Clearly. I know that I caused some <laughs> difficulties for Doug and instigating things. I mean, not not something he wouldn't do otherwise, but but I was definitely the devil on his shoulder, and so I think that's Spencer's view of something that that I do often, and so I had to be there as the the devil on on this man's shoulder to uh, set off some fire. I'm going to choose
0: to believe you were there too, even though I don't. believe you were even in state (laughs) (laughs) Um, because i just can't accept that someone would just do that on their own at 3 a.m i mean it's hard for me to do so objectively
4: (laughs) many years removed it's funny (laughs) (laughs) like it's hilarious um it was it it was rude uncalled for Um, i mean i passed my exam so i definitely then started laughing a little bit more well then it becomes a tradition night before exams you got to fire off the fireworks (laughs) no please Please, everybody outside a little fresh air I still have the nightmares of waking up realizing that I'm late for an exam and like, well, I'm going to flunk college and going back to work at McDonald's. I have those too. Back right. to work? You worked at McDonald's? I worked at McDonald's for three summers. I didn't know this about you. Yep. Yeah. And Can the done, third summer, I worked at McDonald's for almost 40 hours so they wouldn't have to give me benefits. And then at a movie theater for about 20 hours. Respect. You're, you're, you're a fellow man who grinds it out. I had a
0: similar setup. I, uh, I worked at a shoe store. And then at nights I would work uh, with, like, co-janitor of a movie theater.
4: There you go. New co-janitor.
0: Yeah, me and my friend. But we both got fired because um, we started having private screenings with just our friends. We were supposed <laughs> to be cleaning the place up at, like, 1 a.m. And then one time we forgot to clean up the beer can, so... Mm. Jig was up. So it wasn't really that you got in trouble for private screenings. You got in trouble for failing to do your normal job. No, we got we got in trouble because that was the first time the guy... Knew we were doing it. Um. We were hiding it from him, and then, but it was, there's no hiding when there's like forty beer cans <laughs> all throughout this damn theater. <laughs> oh, cleaning up after you. Yeah, that's right. there probably wouldn't have been beer back there. <laughs> Good story about the the indoor fireworks. Thank you. That was another one of those where, like, I wasn't in the Mangum dorms. I just visited occasionally but I would hang out with Levi a couple times a week and then every once in a while he would give me a download on some shit that happened in the door. I and mean, I'd be like, yo, man, you've seen some things. Are you, what? A firework at three o'clock in the morning? I mean, I'm like in a red, like a little residential renting
3: community yep. with like a senior citizen next to me. <laughs> I, I think that might have been when you start giving him a little less crap about not moving off campus. Oh, yes. I got it. By the time you
0: know I graduated, I, I got it. I understood that I was the one missing out.
3: Well, I
4: mean, it was very hit or miss. In some ways, some, some not others, but I didn't Freshman year for me, I mean, on South Campus, and we were in a gigantic dorm that was more of, um,
1: we had like four rooms. We
4: previously discussed Hinton James. Oh, Hinton James, yep. H.J. H.J. H-J. Hojo. Yeah. Hojo. Um, but yeah, I mean, that wasn't necessarily the greatest experience, but it wasn't a bad experience either. Had a good time there. Um, some of us had too good of a time. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did. Um yeah, it was a good. good little time. I mean, it's, it's the appropriate thing to do as an 18 to 19-year-old. Um, yes. As a, a, a 33, coming on 34-year-old, oh. I would not want to live in the dormitory, <laughs> uh, walk two, like three miles, not three miles, probably, probably two miles uphill uh, to go to work with no AC.
3: No, I would, that's not up for for the stuff. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> terrible. I hate living with other people, like. I, there is there was no way I'd ever want to do something like a dormitory again. That that would just be the worst.
0: Yeah, no, I wouldn't I mean not like long term, like maybe like a weekend, right? Like if you get a suite of rooms or something. Yeah. And you're all hanging out or on a I vacation, yeah. but not like a permanent oh, thing. Oh god. But then
4: you have Howl coming in after a night of drinking when you went to bed at three A. M. He what comes he said? in at seven thirty AM. I
0: forget he what, what was up. he saying when he walked in? Ah, <sighs> That's a good question. I was like, what's
3: up, motherfuckers? Probably. That's, exactly, that that's <laughs> exactly what he was saying. And, and he went word to every word. every
4: single room, every single bedroom to say that to every single person. And and the most distinct memory I have of this situation is that it came into my room. Um, we roomed together as freshmen. We have sort of the longest relationship here. He was very excited to see me. And uh, the girl had to leave. Uh, not true. <laughs> um, but uh, I remember distinctly transcending. Like, I, I was in the movie Inception. I, I, I was going higher in my consciousness level slowly. Oh man, but, but that's with, good. But with awareness of the situation that it was happening, of just like, okay, next level, okay, next level. I'm really not pleased with <laughs> you were, this. You were close. Next level. I'm not coming up. He's, he's not stopping. Next level, next level. How? What the fuck is going on? Why are
0: you so loud? Shut up. Can you bring it down, please? It's like 8 a.m. So I wasn't there that night. This is Joey's bachelor party. Um, And I actually have another story from this that I want to tell. Um, I wasn't there, but I got there like at like 12 or 1. And I mean, you guys, I think some people went back to bed. I'm not sure everybody woke up just when Hal got there. Uh, And as soon as I walked in, I was like, and I hadn't seen you guys in a while. I was excited about the bachelor party. And everyone was in a shit mood. And when I'm like, what's going on? They would just point at Hal. (laughs) Storm away. So I went over to Hal, who was already tipsy. Who then started trying to pitch me on the idea of medical tourism and that maybe... Uh, oh, I remember we, that. We yeah, all yeah. need to yeah. consider investing in yes. it. Yes. Uh, which I extricated myself from that conversation <laughs> relatively quickly. But I just remember walking in and everyone was in a crap mood and just pointing at how it's, he's, he's the problem. Now, the other story I want to tell about that bachelor party, you were the, Joey's best man, so you planned this one. Yep. One of the things you planned for us to do is play paintball. Uh, so we played mm-hmm. some paintball. It's a lot of fun. Um, and... Uh, or no, this is this is That your, was his I'm conflating things. Yeah. I'm yes. complaining yes. things. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, too many of these uh, and too much of this game of Thern's Whiskey. Uh, no, this we was went rafting.
4: Yep, Why would I on Joey's? We went paintballing on his. So yep. yeah, but
0: this is still the story I wanted Be- to. <laughs> because Joey
4: was the best man in that situation. Exactly. Yes. So they were each other's well. best man.
0: Hence me getting confused. But the, it was Josh. Mm-hmm. He, it was his bachelor party and we were going to play paintball. So we went play paintball. It's not really my thing so I was kind of like... I was doing that thing where I'm like, yeah, guys, let's go get him, get him, get him. And I'm just like, just like, fall to the back, a lot. but I still got hit a few times. Well, we were done and the, the, the guy uh, who was running the whole thing said, oh, this guy's getting married. Well, he has to run the gauntlet, <laughs> which is from best I can tell, just run down the, the most, you know, largest thoroughfare in the course and just get just lit up. Yes. Yes. All right. And so I've said before that Josh is a good dude on this podcast. I, I, I like you a lot, Josh. So I remember you saying I'll do it but Only two shots. Everybody gets two shots, and I was like, "Okay, I got to make my two count." And you, you go, and I'm aiming, and I think I missed you twice. And then I, I kind of came out of it and I figured out everyone else around me
4: was just shooting
0: <laughs> yep. as many paintballs as
4: possible. In the, I, I only shot twice. I, in, in this story, the key, key element there is Joey, best man, um, the sort of best friend of Josh, at least at that time, maybe still to this day. But this part puts a little bit of a little damper on it. Um, the one of the one of the, the sort of. Um, Hosts. Hosts yeah. or sort or of regulars. Like, no, 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 no. He it was the dude that was He was an employee, a, yeah. employee yeah. of oh, the course. Um, and, and he was like, Hey, Joey. You're the best man. Here's my gun. It's automatic. Oh, I remember And that. Joey just <laughs> lit <laughs> Josh's ass Ditched up. up the back <laughs> side. Um, I know, oh. I remember. And he just he destroyed it. And, and it was both funny but a little too much.
0: Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> well, I wish we had like video of this because I, I was next to Joey. He was to my left. And I went pop, pop, missed you and looked over and it was Brrr. And I remember <laughs> like <laughs> yelling like, at him. He I said actually... two shots. Like I was
3: trying to reason with Joey, which shows you where my head was at. <laughs> but
0: yeah, you got lit up, man. That was kind of funny.
3: The yep. only really funny thing I thought about that was there were like, Four to six other people, like, a father and son team who were... Yeah, completely, really, really into it. Yeah. And, and like... There were randos who were yeah, just th- shooting this guy. Yeah. Like, they have no emotional connection. To Ex- first. Exactly. It's like, okay, we're just shooting a guy? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> we, we had played a couple of games with them, and then they're like, oh, we get to shoot somebody? <laughs> and they lined up for it. I was just like, what is going on? Yeah. Also, as
4: best I can tell. That's not really a thing. They just came up with it and thought <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I think the uh, dude just created that. Yep. Yeah. Which kudos to you guys I uh, mean that was a great that, experience that's, that's something that can definitely kind of uh walk around and you know Brag about a little bit, but also, yeah, the two shots thing. I said that knowing full well none of you fuckers would listen. I did, and I was I hoping did. to like guilt at least a few of you. And you so, did. I'm glad it worked yeah. on some of you yeah. so that I didn't get absolutely destroyed. But yes, I had like a line of bruises up the like back right of I my know. side. I know it you, was brutal.
0: You took your shirt off in the angriest way I've ever seen anybody take that, <laughs> that, that <laughs> next day. You
3: just, you see what you did? I definitely do have pictures from afterwards. Yes, uh, I, I, I really, uh, I remember. A
4: couple of people gathering around like paparazzi, being like, "Ooh!" Yep. Click, so click, click, I
3: have click. a picture of your your me- pretty nasty welt on your side, as well as the the group of us. Uh, I will say you took it in in, in very good form,
4: a lot better than some experience. of us would have done. Some of us would have been extremely grumpy about this sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of us, yeah. <laughs> well, part of it too was just like the the, uh, the host or whatever was very persuasive. He's just like, "Yeah, no, this is what bachelor parties do." I'm like, "Oh."
3: Well,
0: okay, yeah, you know, whatever. This will be fine. No. <laughs> yeah, that was a good Josh story.
4: Yeah. Thank you. Good time.
0: All right, Josh, anything else? You've made your triumphant return to the network. Oh, Anything man. else you want to share with the people? Uh, I'm going to have to go back and listen
4: to all of these podcasts. So uh, anyone that's listening, yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, it's an entertaining group of guys. And uh, you should go check out all of their podcasts, which will probably be like
0: 50 of them by now. Good listening. Great.
4: What are those podcast names? Yes. Oh, where can you find those podcasts? Uh,
0: weekends, that's what we're on right now. We have Mangum Reads with BJ and Spencer. We have Mangum Talks Hoops with myself and Levi and the GOT Got Questions podcast with Spencer and myself. You can get them all at www.mangumtalks.com. And if you have questions, comments, upper right hand corner, click Contact Us. I promise I'll read them. I promise Spencer will. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, now, there you
0: go. That's the end of this segment, but this podcast is not over. We're going to break, guys. Huh. We're going to go cook some food, eat some food, have Finally. some drinks. When- uh, but uh, as the night goes on, uh, we'll pull various Mangum folks in here to do what we just did, which is to kind of cover, you know, their Mangum stories and, and uh, things that they want to share with the pod. Peace. Cool. Okay. And we're back and we have another guest. First time on the Mangum Talks pod. We've mentioned him before, though. If you uh, listen to the, the episode we did before a wedding, we talked about his wedding Welcome, Adam. Adam, how are
5: you? Doing well, doing well. Thank you for having me on to uh,
0: burst my podcast chair here. Yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna burst wait, it. So we aim to please. Um, he is going to be trying uh, a whiskey that we've already tried on this episode. It's been now been a few hours ago. Bowman Brothers, which I've never
5: had before, and I've done my damnedest to work my way through as many bourbons as I can. So always nice to try something new.
0: It's good. It's about forty-five, fifty dollars. Okay. Um, And I think uh, it—we touched on the pod before, but I I think it it compares favorably to some uh, some um, Buffalo Trace products. Mm -hmm.
5: So, so what is the consensus amongst (laughs) the group as to whether sour mash whiskeys made outside of Kentucky can actually be called bourbons? Which this one is. Which this one is distilled in Virginia. It seems to be the trend in the last like five or five years or so that more and more distilleries have become comfortable calling their whiskeys bourbons even though they are not made in Kentucky. And it seemed like before that... Oh goodness! You couldn't really get away with doing that kind of a thing. Well, I think obviously,
0: obviously, Spencer needs to weigh in on this. I mean, this is his, this well, is his This wheelhouse. is Baileywick right. Yeah, is his Bailey Wick, Just, yeah the, absolutely. So what do you? I mean, you
5: know, you researched no, this.
1: Bailey. What do you think?
2: It's a topic that kentucky has been particularly protectionist on for many years because it's a key aspect of their own history and their own history and their own particular claim to fame. It's a product by which is indicative. It's one of their focal products of the state. It's one of the things they advertise to the point that when certain nations are trying to influence American politics, they will put various. Uh, protective measures on Kentucky bourbon so as to persuade that particular senator to a particular end. So it's a subject that Kentucky's fought long and hard about, but as you said, over about the last, maybe about five years, various Mm -hmm. other states have no longer felt compelled to comply with this cartel on this issue, and have really been increasingly broadening the term by which bourbon is normally judged. Is this your impression that you've had on this subject? Yeah, oh I my mean, gosh! Woo! Spencer's a lot out there. Um, I, I think maybe somebody had done a little background research before he... Spencer had no sh- idea what the fuck he was just saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I blacked
2: out. <laughs> Spencer took about a few little nuggets that you just gave, it, gave him and went with it.
0: Alright, well let's try the Bowman and then we'll continue to talk about All it. Alright, should, should I have, I have some really too? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, absolutely. Okay.
2: I That's a, a, that has a really sweet nose on it. It's it yeah. second to Blanton's for me.
0: It's good. It's just smooth. A little spice at the end.
5: It does have a little spice at the end. I, I it's a little spicier than I would like difficult. from a a sipping bourbon, but it's very tasty. A lot, but the nose on that. It's very sweet, and right off the bat, you get like some maple, some honey. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just me,
0: but yeah. But for forty-five, fifty, and it's ninety proof. I think it's a good deal.
5: No, it definitely is. Um, I mean, I would think that that's probably something that opens up very nicely with just a splash or um, about five minutes with uh, a nice chunky ice cube in it would be. Pretty yeah. much perfect. But
0: well, we're we're, yeah. we're we're a neat podcast. We're a neat podcast. Oh, family. No.
2: <laughs> I didn't realize that that was the uh, had restriction for the podcast. That didn't that we only do. He, he didn't really mention that to me. I've been just dousing myself in ice cubes for the last eight podcasts now. Is that, that that's because he's in Florida, okay. not because of the. Then I
5: guess we'll start the whipping after we. Well, the well, I mean, what I was was that was not a, the plan normally.
0: I was planning on kicking them off the pot anyway. Oh, yeah. so I mean, now is as good All as of them? ever. All okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, god. Okay. Yeah, the people have spoken. <laughs> we get a lot of uh, www.mangomtalks.com, upper right hand corner, contact us forms. We get a lot of those submitted where they say. Like your pod if you could just get rid of Spencer. It's so nice to give me a last drink for that particular occasion then. <laughs> <laughs> Send you Cheer, off. Cheers. For cheers. My, I mean, I just... my, my replacement is I now understand. As long, yeah, as
5: long as we're getting rid of him in the most violent manner possible, Ooh, I yeah. am in. All right, so Perfect. one of the
0: things we're doing here, uh, when we bring folks in, Adam, mm-hmm. is we, we ask you your favorite manga memory and, and ours. So just like the crazy shit that has happened. Oh, uh, we'll tell you if, if the story's already been told. So you, yeah. you know, Oh, okay. So um, And then I, yeah. I and, and, preferably involving yourself. And what we do is usually we, we figure out, like, I got a I got favorite Adam story, so I'm going to share one.
2: And even if we've heard your story before, please, we'd love to hear it from your perspective, because we've already had many different accounts of certain stories we've got to have in the mm. program. Okay, okay. Well, maybe we should start with your favorite memory. That'll
5: give me a, a few minutes to ponder over some hazy recollections and might be able to piece together one coherent story well, out of it.
2: To, to prime you for one, I'd love to hear your perspective on it. We've discussed the flaming blue Jesus on program. Yeah, okay, <laughs> Can I interject?
5: Uh, It it occurred to me. This is the goal. Yes. It occurred to me after uh, Chris's wedding, and we had some discussions about uh, the flaming blue Jesus, uh, which came courtesy of BJ. If I don't, if I remember correctly, that is correct. I Um, take responsibility. uh, Have we been mispronouncing that beverage, that particular concoction for the better part of it? I wonder if it's flaming blue Jesus.
2: It might it's be. got a little tequila in there. Yeah, um, that, that, that after did. 14 years, this is now being finally clarified. I
5: it never really occurred to me, and so we went back and looked at the recipe for it <gasps> with tequila in there.
0: I I think maybe it's a flaming blue Jesus. Yeah, that would be my. That, vote. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, makes that makes sense. Checks out. Yeah.
5: Mm, all right, so we will, I guess, put together
2: a memo and let everybody know.
5: Yeah, amend that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What right. was in it? Yeah, 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 to the
2: Spencer, file. write that down. Oh, 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 to too <laughs> explain, what was in it? Because there were several different counts of what were the included ingredients. <laughs> well,
3: I, I think uh, it was 151, it really it's just one fifty one and a little curacao. tequila. No, bu- blue curacao because that's why. why oh, that's what gave it the blue. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
5: But curacao is uh, it's a liqueur, right? And, and that's you would by the uh, one
3: fifty one. So <laughs> well, but
5: you'd still have you'd still have to have enough uh, one fifty one that you could light it on fire. So yeah, I it think it's like seventy percent
3: one fifty one. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. it
5: couldn't have been much. You know, volume wise, much other than the one. I don't
3: think we don't think we've discussed
2: this before, but Adam is a former bartender who brought us a certain degree of your spillage to help us serve in the dorm for for a year or two there.
5: Yeah, yeah, I was easily uh, the. Worst bartender, but also the best bartender. <laughs> the <is bit>. Mangum, <laughs> the best dorm yeah. by <laughs> virtue of being the only one who was technically a trained mixologist. I, I did come across that. Oh, uh, a trained mixologist, a trained mixologist from the Raleigh School of Bartending. That's still on the CV. How is that for still on the CV? Uh, it did come off the CV a few years ago. <laughs> I had to let that one. You know, you, the older things you just gotta let them fall off as you as you update. It's not relevant. Space. It's yeah. not relevant anymore. Right. Right. I. I've been. I've been. Mm-hmm considering though maybe adding that one back All right. Well, I'm (laughs) going to tell
0: the story that I have about Adam so Adam uh, me and you we really didn't get uh, connected or spend much time around each other until later well after you graduated Uh, and then I I think it was one New Year's uh, you came over and we immediately kind of got in a corner and just started making fun of Doug because one of the things I figured out is that you get the bit right away and I was like I like this fucking guy so then we got really drunk and woke up the next morning and me and you were the only ones awake and you were like let's just go get some breakfast things so, we go to get breakfast things forever. Everybody's still asleep. It's just me and Adam still, I mean, probably still drunk. I mean, let's be honest too. Knowing
2: me, yes,
5: would still have
0: been drunk. Yeah. <laughs> is this the uh, first
2: year of what I think it
0: is? Yeah. And so, Adam, yeah. do you want to tell the people uh, the recipe? Uh, I'm calling it a recipe because it's, uh, it's a culinary achievement. It really uh, is. That we created that morning.
5: Uh, I, and I want to preface this by saying that uh, if anybody hears this and thinks to themselves hey, this sounds really familiar. I seem to recall Dunkin' Donuts ripping this idea off mm. Do us. know that they ripped it off from us. Yeah. We created it in the moment. I gave them a cease and desist.
0: As well you I should I mean, have. I walked into a Dunkin' Donuts and I said cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly bankruptcy. how you declare bankruptcy. You just
5: <laughs> walk into a yeah. bank and go, Top I declare plans. bankruptcy. Mm. That's, that's how it's done. You just um, can't say it, Adam. So, so, this is easily the greatest breakfast sandwich of all time. Known to
0: man. I think that's fair.
5: Yeah, in, in the universe. Um, and, and so, it starts with, of course, a, a slab of fried nieces, fried liver pudding.
0: Mm-hmm. Liver pudding. Oh, yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. North Carolina product. Can't go wrong. Uh, Out of Smithfield. Out of Smithfield. <laughs> a little, little hot water, those folks over there in Smithfield. But, yeah. Other than that... They make a damn, damn fine liver product. Um, so you top that with some melted cheddar cheese, on top of which you put a fried egg, which BJ perfected in in later years. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was on egg duty. He was on That's egg true. duty, That's doing true. doing a damn fine job.
0: We were sourcing the ingredients.
5: Yeah. Right. I mean, right. I mean, and yeah, then, the and then you uh, you add to that. Of course, a couple of strips of crispy fried bacon. Of course, of course. And to hold it all together, you put it between two halves of a Krispy Kreme donut.
3: A wa- <laughs> wait, wait, wait! A warmed, a warmed, warmed a glazed Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah, it has donut. to be warm yes. and glazed. You, know, you don't, you don't want the uh, crunchy feeling of that glazing. Yeah, you just want it gooey. The sugar
2: to pair with the fat. Right? right.
0: Yes. And what I remember from that is that me and you were like mind meld. We were like oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you put bacon on Why it. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Of course, this is amazing. And we get back and we start making them and people were waking up various levels of hungover being like, what the hell is that? And we explain it and they kind of look around and they're like, There ain't shit else to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see this next song. You guys just disappeared and then came
2: back on a mission to serve us. Damn right. You're just all walking out vaguely going, What are you making? It's like, You're going to find out. (laughs) And and I think it turned out to
5: be, as everybody discovered, the most glorious breakfast food that was ever created. It has become a tradition
2: in a way we did not expect at the time we were having this. No,
5: it's. And, and and I do also recall that at, uh, I guess it was at Joey's bachelor party mm-hmm. up in Asheville, we, I, I don't know if we improved upon it or not, but we did replace uh, the niece's liver pudding mm-hmm. with the, I believe it was called schwagen Yep. Yep. Braunschweiger. <laughs> forgot
3: about that. Was that? Brown- Braunschweiger. Braunschweiger. Yeah. Okay.
5: From yeah, uh, that's was a, that's the a good Winter sub shop. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. very tasty as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: that's a good so. sub. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. A little bit more German. Mm-hmm. um yeah and, and we introduced a bunch of completely unsuspecting med school friends of joey's, oh, of joey's with, friends, with, yeah. they're just like how'd you guys come up with this i was like meet the creators like, like, right here they're right there <laughs> like you know what do you mean i'm not sure we can do this this early in the morning all right then don't eat that's <laughs> no, fine go hungry <laughs> have some weekends <laughs> <Yeah>. walk into <laughs> ashville down it
5: which is why I think
0: Joey understands
5: that we're the better group of friends.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I just remember from that bachelor party, uh, so Joey had two sets of friends. He had the Mangum crew and then he had the folks he was going to med school with or he knew from med school. And they came in and, you know, like, real talk, they work really hard in med school. Yes. And it became abundantly clear to me that these guys don't get out much and this was their night. Yeah. And so, like, usually among the friend group, I will challenge people, like, take a shot with me. You know, chug a beer with me, whatever. That's my way. The way I get Spencer drunk, I've gotten you drunk that way, Mm -hmm. Adam. Uh, BJ, me, and we've had some duels. Yep. Um, And I remember being like, yo, they're for real. I'm not. (laughs) Like, it's kind of that thing where like, you know, you you might be like a guy who's like ready to fight and then you see that one dude and you're like, no, he's no, that's a problem. (laughs) Those cats were like funneling beer after beer and it was like, it was in a 30... They got really drunk on beer in like 30 minutes, which is not easy no. to do. They
2: they arrived three hours late and caught up in 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, and then me and you were trying to watch uh, Game of Thrones. It was a Sunday night Yeah, down in the basement. They did not help the that. folks kept falling down. Hey, what are you guys watching here? Shut to- up! Status is on the march!
2: <laughs> oh. Adam, you, you were drunk that night watching Game of Thrones with us. I remember very well. Yeah, you guys accused me the following
5: day of being too drunk to even recall having watched Game of Thrones, which is not true because... There was a spoiler for me, having not gotten to that episode yet. Uh, <laughs> okay. that I totally remembered when I got to that episode in my in my home viewing. So showed us. Yes, that's <laughs> it. I sure did. I uh,
0: sure did. Adam, have you been able to cook up a story yet? Uh
5: so yeah, thinking back through, you know, that mean like over a decade ago since we were in Mango, um, all of my I, I didn't I wasn't around for any of like really crazy shit. I think all of the really crazy shit happened after I left. Yep. Like you guys brought in New York Mike. Okay, uh, that, that was after I left too. Yeah, um, yeah. And so yeah, I feel is. like um, the the incidence of crazy shit went up pretty dramatically when, yep. when that happened.
2: You had your share of shenanigans before. We, you went. we had
5: we had our shenanigans, but by comparison, <laughs> they were they were quite tame. No, they were not cruel oh, yeah, they were mostly yeah, They yeah, went up but, okay, so I I will <laughs> I will say this, um, and this might be this is, isn't necessarily the best anecdote. For this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. So um, I, I don't know that I've ever told you guys this. Um, I
0: actually I, I call the RAs
5: all these douchebags.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, you you Wait. are so it's so good that Levi is not sitting in on this. 14 would years you. you're not telling us this.
5: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's long enough after that you can't really get that pissed off at me. So no, let's see. Go on. Well, so I moved in to the Mangum dorm. Totally uninitiated mm-hmm. and, and ignorant of what I was getting myself oh, my into. It, I just, I just happened to wait, get wait, a room. But, but,
3: but you have to know, Adam, that was the first year it was. You were at the start. No, you just,
2: no, no. He came in second year, for me. Yeah, no, I, for I you. Think, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: But yeah. Like, most. So
2: second year was the first true bank of right.
3: That's what I'm
5: saying. So yeah. okay. Was well, so yeah. yeah yeah. Um, I was not like. I was not a Halo guy. I was not somebody who stayed up to 4 a.m. Had you played Halo before? I'm sure I had, yeah, a little bit, but not... Not to this industrial level. Right. I wasn't trying to go pro like you guys were. Um, So I I was also not accustomed to staying up till like 3 a.m. and just shouting... Down the hall because you're all on the
0: land. But that's weird, Adam. uh, I I know, right? Like, who
5: would think? So, so after like two or three weeks of trying to go to sleep at a somewhat reasonable hour, you know, before sunrise, uh, and not being able to do so because you guys were just constantly. And and when I say you guys, I mean mostly (laughs) Doug. It was mostly. Substantial portion. It was mostly Doug. Uh, yelling down the hall constantly. Um, I got I got fed up with it, and I was like, "Fuck it, I I can't do it anymore." I'd asked politely a couple times, like, "Hey, can you guys come on?" I'm like, I'm just, I'm just trying to sleep. Please just let me fucking sleep. Mm. Um, I I got fed up, and I called the RAs. And of course that accomplished
0: <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> was yeah. nothing at all. Was Cause you realize what happened. The RA came and then Doug Sweet talked the RA and then they just did whatever they wanted to do. Probably. I, I was going <laughs> to say, like I
3: that. think I would have remembered an RA coming up to talk to us other than, um, what was his name? Mike? Mike Lee? Yeah. He so he would come out and be like, "Hey guys, like you can drink in your rooms, but I really can't see it out in the hallway, yeah. where the RA office is and my boss is right now." Please don't do this in the hallway.
2: Yeah, that was about the conversation with Mike Lee.
3: Yeah. Now that, that that was sort of the the start and end of of my RA experience in in Mangum. So so I'm actually surprised that they didn't talk to us. But now that you put forth it, Doug probably was like, "Oh hey, like." You know, I, I don't know what he's you know, talking about. We're, we're really respectable guys, and most of us bullshit. go to church on Sunday and, and uh, just, like, pulling out all the stops. I'm having a vague memory.
2: About how, how long into the semester was this, probably? This was not very long. I mean, this would have been, you know... First month probably, or two? yeah,
5: yeah. Easier than the first month or two.
2: I distinctly remember an RA coming down to room 106 in Mangum and saying, <laughs> you know, there's a new guy on the hall. He's not really new yet. He's not used to you guys. Can you just tone it down a little? And Doug just laid on the fucking sharp. <laughs> Sounds about right. I, I, you've triggered a memory for me. Yeah.
5: So, um, within a few weeks of that, I realized this isn't working, and fuck it, if you can't beat 'em, join 'em, right? Yeah. So, well, um, I you, feel and like did. I feel like if you, and and I, I, you did.
0: Know, I feel like when people were on that floor, tell me if I'm misreading this. It was inevitable, right? That you had to come into the fold and just oh, accept it.
2: We we had you're eventually going not to. Quite sure. How could you we, not? We had conscientious objectors to this particular complex. We had a
3: major one, the guy that lived. All the way, basically the furthest from from where our main uh, rooms Wait were, not, pa- to like two past you and Paul. Okay, nah, Paul, what got a, his name? Paul got a little bit involved. Okay, yeah, but but there were a bunch of guys that that just oh yeah, were Paul. com- Paul's we, roommate we, didn't We even try invite. and invite to play Halo with us to get food with us to you know we had some, some adult beverages. Did they want to join us? Like we were southern and hospitable. <laughs> Can I offer an example of a person who
2: consciously rejected us? Do you guys remember Ali Asad Samji? Oh, yeah. I I do. It's hard to forget Ali
5: Asad Samji. I feel like there might have been some serious um, cultural predilections that might have caused him to have one or two like dozen a,
2: objections to your conduct. Like a moral conscience? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exhibit Except <Exceptional>. A. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I, I would offer that as an example of there were certainly individuals that did not integrate as easily or as well oh, into but, what but, the culture like we had set up in May. He, he
3: hung out with us a lot more than some of the other inhabitants of the hall. Mostly for the purpose of sarcasm and, con- and condemnation, yes, yes. Completely agree. But there, he, was, he was there to judge. Yeah, he was. But, but, you know, there were some people that just never became at all part of our friend group. And I think you just realize early enough that it was like, all right, these this is fun. These are good guys, I yeah. guess. And just let's go for for, for here. Yeah,
5: yeah. Now after after I decided to just pull the bandit off and and jump in, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was it was a totally different experience. And, and thank God it did. Cause honestly, I did because honestly, I keep up with you guys as much or more than I do with anybody else that mm-hmm. I've come into contact with in my life. So that's damn straight. You know. God, I didn't realize this was going to turn into this whole Xenon thing,
2: but
5: <laughs> I love you guys. We've
0: had a breakthrough. Man. Okay. Thank you. Oh, sorry. No, no, I agree, man. That's kind of like, it's great that we keep doing this stuff. And, and that's kind of why we started this is like, Hey, like, um, he's in fucking shitty Florida and he's in California. <laughs> <and he's> I'm <in laughs> Spencer. Yeah. <and> Jason, <laughs> in California. We're all over the place, but this gives a chance to still kind of talk bullshit. Remember some of the stupid things that happened when we were in college. Mm-hmm. Thank God for that.
5: Yeah. I also, I feel like we should be really careful about putting this stuff on record.
0: Okay. That just what 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 I've found is that implementation is long yeah. since passed. Good found, point. Good found point. that yeah. nobody gives a shit. Okay. All right. well there's that. There's we've that.
2: Been, we've been surprised at the few shits that have been given. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: But people are listening. We appreciate it. Uh, Adam, anything else you want to talk about before you uh, you head off the pod?
5: A- anything else? We're just like opening it up. Open mic. Any topic. Mic. Oh, he controls the editing, but it's open mic for now.
0: Yeah.
5: Go nuts. Um, I mean. Any topic, good god, god. Um, build the wall, MAGA. Uh, oh, we no. try to keep uh, yeah. try to keep okay, politics. That, that, that's a little... <laughs> I, I, I like to think He's anybody so who knows bitch. me knows that I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Man.
0: Actually, you you don't need to join the uh, the the GOT Got Questions podcast, the Game of Thrones review podcast, where we routinely talk about the wall. Oh, wait, oh okay. Yeah an yeah. sort of impressive degree. <laughs> I, I
5: probably need to to do some uh, catching up on that particular topic, but yes.
0: Yeah, all awesome all right well thanks for joining hells yeah all right we will be back maybe yeah, <laughs> with someone else if we can car- uh corral else is even nine o'clock back. yet it eight o five. so okay City. i've got a long ways to go many uh, hours it's gonna be fun okay thanks adam sure thing okay we're back it is officially 2019 indeed it is and we are back with the original group it's me bj levi and spencer spencer how you doing A little worse to wear, but still present. Okay, Levi. I'm extremely weirded out by
4: how sort of drunk the CNN coverage is. This is not the (laughs) memory that I have in life. Um, So
0: let's talk about this. So we, uh, you know, about 15 minutes before New Year's, you know, you turn on the telecast because you want to do the countdown, right? The show in Times Square. It's a tradition. And we noticed the CNN coverage was a little different this year. Uh, Everyone was drunk. Like, in like, stirring drunk. And, like, problematic drunk. Like, I, I, I would not be surprised if I woke up in the morning, like, headlines of, like, major news cycles are like, what the hell happened at CNN.
4: By the way, we we, we literally witnessed Don Lemon shout out to the Tito's drink oh, that yeah. he had been having. Like, he didn't just it say, hey, <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy this drink. Okay. We all understand what you're having. He gave a shout out, a special shout out to the brand of vodka that he's having. Oh, uh, I had a lot of Tito's tonight. Oh. Cheetos.
3: <laughs> you can get that at your local liquor store. Half I gallon, forty yeah. nine.
2: We were all trying to remember, was this part of our childhood? We just didn't pick up on it, or is this something new no, no, we've not experienced? No. no this not, this was very this different. Different. I don't remember like Matt Lauer and Katie Kirk getting drunk on air when they were covering New Year's. They did not. No. I think
4: I think no, I think maybe this is the case. Maybe maybe the world's just drunk all the time. We just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we were small, naive
0: children. I've been watching it like the past like ten years. Oh, so, okay, you're a scholar. I, yeah. You're
4: a scholar of well, the. no, uh, but I
0: always watch CNN. Like that's the one I turn on. I used to be like I, that's what I'm telling you guys. It used to be Anderson Cooper and Kathy Griffin. Uh, and I, I watched CNN. And this year was completely different. I mean, these guys were
3: just fucking hammered. Mm-hmm. The, dude, right. the random dude in the top hat just going around interviewing people and like walking away. Mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. What is what is this? I, I don't understand. You're random with the top hat on the
2: split screen in the exact same location as the main inter- main people.
0: Oh man. We also in the room. Uh, as an audience, we have How Woo. How are you? What's up? How Woo. All right. <laughs> How Woo fell asleep That's at that. some point tonight, though.
3: Yes.
1: I For did. like
0: three hours. Yeah. I has recovered well. What well, happened, How?
1: Well, I went on an adventure. How? Otherwise, I'm not at liberty I, to divulge.
0: I do live in the woods. How went on an adventure. Yeah. He went on
4: it's a rural Hillsboro. You know, you go out in the woods, you chase wild turkeys. There's things to do out here, really. Yeah, <laughs> which we make fun of them, but I respect the man who goes to bed at 9.30 and just decides, hey, you know, I'm going to power nap before these crazy kids decide to go in and bring in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect that, however.
0: Well yeah, I true. actually did that last year. I don't know if you guys remember. I did. I did. I did, and I did. Al, uh, Joey woke me up. He came yep. banged on the door. I came out and did another hour and a half and went back to bed. I hung tight a little bit better this year. All right, we've told some good stories tonight. Anything else we want to cover before we wrap up? In the year 2019 of our Lord. Resolutions. Resolutions. Actually, like, let's do how first. How, come closer to the mic. Tell us your New Year's resolution.
1: My New Year's resolution is to meet more people. I feel like I have met some amazing individuals over the uh, past year. And uh, it's going to be exponential. It's going to double every year. Okay. So you're going to meet, like, ten people next year?
0: <laughs> How wants to meet people? All right. Voters registered in your district in South Carolina? <laughs> Preferably. <laughs> I'm I, I,
1: I will uh, entertain all comers. <gasps> okay. It all is right. South Carolina, though. All right.
0: How wants to meet more people?
1: BJ, what is your New Year's resolution?
3: Uh, I... I Basically, don't do new, new Year's resolutions Perfect already. But, yeah, perfect. Yep. I, I do what I do what I can. But uh, I think mine would be to um, get our podcast, you know, more evenly spaced and and actually produce content on a more regular basis. Um, and, and I think that means uh, wrangling Spencer a little bit more. As best as you can. At, as best I can,
0: and uh, go from there. Okay, BJ. More content for the people. Very selfless there. Levi, what's your new
3: resolution? <laughs> Spending more time with friends and family by moving oh. across the country. Shut up! Like, like <laughs> <no real> one. <laughs> one of those is true.
0: No, do a real one. Like, what do you what do you want to accomplish? You want to see Luca win the MVP? I mean, it's not it's on the table. If it's on the it's table. Right there I mean, it's
4: on, honestly, a guarantee. But I want to spend more time with friends and family. I'm I I am likely to be moving away from you guys. Um, at least the ones that decided to call North Carolina home. Uh, BJ and Spencer do not. Um, Spencer should. Uh, so we uh, we need to hang out more. We need to... Well, we're going to All Star Weekend.
0: We. Did you get tickets? Uh, not not quite yet. Nine hundred for Saturday night. Nine hundred for Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Which. Fuck it. You're going to Boston. Let's just do it. I mean, fuck I mean, it. i will never see you again. I mean, I'll go out for <laughs> clam chowder every five years.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> we should do it. Um, it, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I, I mean, it's probably like 1600
0: for Friday and Saturday night. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it, so for people listening the uh, NBA All-Star Weekend is going to be in Charlotte this year. It should have been in Charlotte, I think three years ago, but they had this bathroom bill. Everybody went crazy. Uh, they didn't have it. Levi and I, um, politics aside, were just so angry that they, uh, they, they, Missed us out on the All Star game. Well, they actually are coming back, and Levi and I are talking about trying to go. Sixteen hundred dollars though, probably. just for the tickets?
4: No, with hotels and everything. Oh, Okay, all right. So probably hotels. I just just guesstimated it. If you'd like to squat with my parents, I'm sure they'd be happy to see you. Yeah. No, know. I'm okay. no state. Uh, actually not. <laughs> also, to so Terry and I have gone to at least one other Hornets game where we stayed right downtown and. like you have to do that. That's the spot. To, way that's say. the spot. I think we are in the loft. In the Aloft, uh, Charlotte, shout out. You can sponsor <laughs> us. Give us a little discount. 10% off, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was a great promo time. Code <laughs> a promo code Mangum Talks. Promo
0: code Mangum Talks.
4: But yeah, it was a great time. Um,
0: we need to discuss this a little further. But I, I really, really want to. So Levi's New Year's resolution. Spend more time with friends and family. Go to the All-Star Weekend with me. In yeah, yeah, way. that's that's your
4: interpretation. That's what I heard. absolutely. Uh, Spencer, what's yours? Uh,
2: to always find the time uh, to either come see you guys in person or find the time online to hang out with you guys and enjoy the time that we have together. That's friends and family bullshit. I, I just said that. <laughs> you can't do that.
0: No, respect. you, you I said, judge
2: whether things are acceptable on these podcasts.
3: No, it
0: is, but you have to have probably one that's internal, right? Like, like something you want to accomplish, either at work or new skill you want to learn, new hobby, something.
3: Spencer's gonna help expand his law firm into North Carolina. There would be a hell
2: of a
0: goal. You approve of that one? Well, yeah, if
3: that's your goal.
2: Can't say that one's my goal. <laughs> so what
0: is? I said my goal. You don't have any any others, like.
2: It's about all my drunken addled mind can really summon right now, so that work one work. All right, I'll give you some time to
0: think about it. Okay. Uh, mine, uh, work uh, don't work as hard, you know, uh, don't care as much, um, don't love as hard. This is the opposite <laughs> of an interview. <laughs> <laughs> this is a
4: stereotypical interview, the worst answers you can give. I mean, you should really say, you, you know, what is my biggest flaw? I, I try too hard. Sometimes I just care too much about the project. Um, you just said, "Yeah, I'm not." Gonna, I just have to. I'm stop. not gonna. I'm so great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my New Year's resolution. So uh, to sell the house that you're in right now, we want to sell. We want to move somewhere where we can walk uh, to downtown. Uh, we'll probably move to downtown Durham, just as Levi leaves it, uh, which is uh, which is great. Um, <laughs> uh, other than that, um, try to be a good friend. Try to be a good husband. Try to be a good family member. Uh, hang around you knuckleheads uh, and maybe we'll have a good year
3: sounds good we will
0: what else we want to cover more stories about Levi
3: yeah those are always great
0: we got all the nice stuff out of the way
3: <laughs> we should post some of the pictures where, where uh, I put flowers in your beard
4: those are okay uh, yeah I,
3: I, I will co-sign those
4: those are common usage right there yeah 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 that's probably domain. go for it
0: <laughs> alright we should wrap it up Thanks, guys, for doing the second whiskey on the weekends in a row. This is one we've done over New Year's. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Uh, check out our other pods. We have this is whiskey on the weekends, obviously. But we have uh, Mangum Reads with BJ and Spencer. We have Mangum Talks with me and Levi. And we have the GOT Got Questions podcast with me and Spencer. More pods to come in 2019. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for being my house. Nice. Happy New Year.